0: You're listening to The Three Pixels Tech, Gaming and Movie Podcast. Brought to you by Alan Taylor, Martin Gregory and me, Ben Ridley hello and welcome back to the three pixels podcast it's nice to have you here this is just a little bit of bonus content which didn't quite make it into the full episode but i thought was a really interesting topic for conversation and something i'd like you guys to get involved with here wherever it is you do listen to us you can drop us a tweet on twitter at three pod go to our website the three pixels.com or drop us an email hello at the three pixels.com and with that let's dive in with the conversation martin take it away
1: thank you very much Ben. and i'm gonna Go into some big news that two of the biggest gaming shows in Australia are combining this year. PAX Australia and Ebb Expo are combining to form one mega gaming convention. The two events, which are the largest gaming shows in the Southern Hemisphere, are joining forces in 2018. Usually, PAX Australia is a more of a community event. has been running for about five years now in Melbourne, offering audiences uh, concerts, panels, uh, as well as esports tournaments and ev expo um, more has a history of focus on the commercial side which makes sense given that the event is ran by a retailer so this is pretty much a discussion of gaming expos their impact on gamers and games and developers uh, i'm going to shoot this straight over to ben because i know he's been into uh quite a few expos as well as um, some in America. So what's your experience has been? The
0: experience of Expos for me has definitely been very, very different depending on where I've been. In America, the Expos are very big. I mean, I went to E3, so it's one of the biggest in the world. So it's quite a comparison to some of the ones in the UK, even though they are growing and developing. Yet... It's a whole different ball game. The game companies put up massive stands. It's normally where they announce stuff like big games and console launches and things like that. Whereas a lot of the other gaming conferences and expos in other countries generally tend to be all about the community and, and, and about interacting and catching up with people and that aspect. It's more of a social event for me in my eyes uh, and meeting YouTubers and things like that than it is a games announcement event. Obviously, you can go and play games, and often, you know, it has been known. For instance, with um, what used to be called Eurogamer, is now called EGX. They've had a few firsts in terms of um, the first conference in the UK to to show the PS Vita when that came out. They were the first conference in the UK to show the PS Four and the Xbox One and things like that. So they, they've had a lot of firsts in terms of that kind of stuff, but. They're very different beasts, I would say. Some of the ones in America are really big and, and, and are all about the, the new releases and showing off that stuff. But you know, there are lots also going on around, around the world that are just about the community. And I think that's also a very important aspect of these events.
1: So I've only been to events in England and I feel it's just a bit of a fun, friendly, great day out. If you've never been to one, I would highly suggest that you do go to one at, at some point in your life if you really do like your games. You meet very like-minded people. There's been times where just random people just like talk to you, especially if, like a, when there's like game demonstrations. You get a lot of developers talk to you about the game, how long it took, the, the painstaking hours. And you know when you're playing these games, you, you never really think, oh, this must have took X amount because it's always more than you think. Alan, have you ever been to an expo at all?
2: I haven't, and I've not really had the inclination to do so. And I completely see why this retail-focused expo is incorporating with the community-based ones. Because I can understand why the community would be popular, but as far as a retail journalistic expo, they're very irrelevant as far as I'm concerned. Because, well, we've got the internet now. I mean, even... E3, which Ben went to, has been open to the public now. It's true, yeah. As far as a retail-based expo, you don't need them because people are queuing for hours and hours to play 20 minutes of a broken game. And the other part of it is announcing games, which the public are getting leaked a few days before anyway. They're seeing all the same videos as the journalists and the retailers. So I think they probably do need to be focused as community events.
0: I think this place for both things because... Yeah, right, you're saying that people queuing thing out for a broken game, but you'd be surprised what people will do to play a little segment of the game they've been waiting for a very long time. Look at Star Wars Battlefront, the first one of that, if you went to any expo, because I, I managed to see it at a few different expos, the queues went for hours and hours and hours and hours. But people would queue still, even though they knew they would have to wait three hours, they'd still queue because it was worth playing that clip of that game and, and experiencing that before anyone else. They could go to their mates when they get home who haven't been to the event, i played star wars battlefront or i played this game that everyone's looking forward to or i had a go at the, the console before it came out it's a big deal i think but yeah it's important that you have both aspects in there because not everyone goes to these conferences for the same thing people go there some people go there literally to socialize with their friends and play board games some people go there to go to the comp to the um developer talks go to the, the panel talks and to, to ask questions to their favorite developers and find out information and, and expand their knowledge they may be working the gaming industry themselves. Some some people go there to play the new games and hear what's going on and some other people play there for competitive reasons to to compete in tournaments and 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 things like that but that is what i'm saying
2: it's it's the value there is for the community to interact with uh the developers the studios i don't know when you went to e3 but they've been pulling out of e3 of late they've bethesda's been doing their own show microsoft nintendo uh sony they've been doing their own shows their own keynotes like a few days beforehand They don't need E3 anymore. They have a direct line to their audience through the internet.
1: But they still have presence on the show floor. Uh, I'm going to stop you there. You don't need E3 anymore. Really? Is that...
2: The studio's... don't need this this workaround to get to their audiences. They don't need the journalists to put out the articles anymore. They can talk directly to their
1: audience. No, no, I see, I see what you're saying here. No, I'm really sorry. I'm going to cut you off, but that that really baffled me. There, I'm quite like you. Don't need e3. Well, I would say I'd say very differently. I feel people always have this negative stereotype on gamers that we're, we're introverted. Like we stay in our in our little rooms and that's it sort of thing. And people have quite a negative stereotype about gamers. But I feel when you go to these expos, you, you really meet like-minded people and you really get like a lot of people who have the same sort of interest as you. And to say that, oh yeah, but you can do this online and you can do this in parties, well, you don't have the same interactions as well as like Ben said, you get to try new games and, and you get to talk to the developers firsthand. And And, and even if you're not, I feel like you're still making a change in some way, shape or form on the game development but that's what I'm saying I'm saying it's there for the community I'm saying it's for the gamers to
2: interact I'm not saying they're social shutaways at all what I'm saying is the studios don't need E3 I'm not saying we as a society don't I'm not saying we the gamers don't need it I'm saying the studios do not need to be there to sell their video games to make money
0: I think they do, actually, because you're saying that the the companies have changed. They actually haven't really changed. I'm just thinking back, the last E3, Xbox still did the big theatre-based keynote that they did years and years ago, but the difference, the one thing that is changing, yeah, is that they invite more and more YouTubers, more and more people who are relevant in the the community rather than just traditional news companies and organisations, so... These these conferences in the way they run are still incredibly important because it's it's kind of an uh, an event that has such a big name behind it. it's like a brand that has such a big name behind it that people want to go from all aspects whether it's YouTubers whether it's thing these influencers want to go and experience what the companies have to offer in order to then talk about it and keep keep it, the conversation going. So I think I think it's it is. Some aspects are developing changing, but I think there are events that will still exist for quite some time to come that are based for talking about new content and talking about new things that are coming, introducing new technologies, and events that are more focused around the community. I think there's room for both, separate in their own way, but I think there's no way that the as much as more general public members are allowed to go into these conferences, it's not really changing in terms of the way E3 runs, it's still kind of marketing itself in the right way. But it just happened to be adapting to the fact that the way people find out news about this is changing and YouTubers are pushing the way forward with that.
1: Well, okay, we're going to end it there before it gets even more heated and before Alan keeps giving me the death stare, as well as just finish it off. The PAX Australia takes place on October 26th to the 28th in Melbourne. People who go there can experience thousands of games and as well as, again, like we said, panels and tournaments would also be available So book your flights now.
0: So there we have it, just some bonus content for you. Didn't quite make it into the full episode, but I thought it was an interesting discussion to put out there to see what you guys think as well. So don't forget to get involved with the conversation. You can check out our brand new website, the3pixels.com. There's a contact form and then get involved with the conversation. You can tweet us at 3pixelspod, drop us an email, hello at the3pixels.com. And that's basically it. So thank you for listening. We will see you guys on the next episode. Stay tuned and good night. Or good morning. Or good afternoon. Just bye, I guess. You've been listening to the Three Pixels Podcast, a production by Alan Taylor, Martin Gregory, and me, Ben Ridley. Music provided by Epidemic Sound and exec produced by Abrupt Audio. With that, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night.